burnout is such a big issue when it comes to content creation because you know we aren't we're not AI so we are real people um we ha- you know we have flesh and bones behind the voices that yes, you hear do. um so we have to manage ourselves as well and we may seem like we have it all together like like myself I, I get told so many times oh man you got it all figured out it's like yeah but I still have my bad days because yeah. I still deal with depression and anxiety um and OCD you know, that's, you know, those are things that I don't talk a lot about a lot. Right. It just never really comes up. But I do have motor neural issues that I've lived with for my entire life. And, yeah, I mean, every now and again, it, it just comes back in waves. And I've got to just manage it and prioritize that. Yes. So, again, you know, it's okay to take breaks. And I just think that as the, the audience and the supporters just know, if we take breaks... It's probably for a good reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yes. Um, we don't care. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's like we want to create for you. We love you guys listening, and we're happy that we have the audiences that we do, no matter how small or big. Everybody matters. Um, yes. So we want to create for you, but there's just times where we can't because we're we're either in our own way or there's just things outside of our control. Our life happens, mm-hmm. and it's just so many things going on at once that we have to prioritize and sometimes other things like what we just mentioned or just maybe work outside of this mm-hmm. it could be any any aspect of anything right mm-hmm. I agree. Thank you for touching on that. Yeah. It is so important. Very. And I think we're going to definitely have to do an episode on blindness and mental health because mental health affects anybody. Um, Mm -hmm. And nobody is exempt from it at all. And Mm -hmm. I think it's very important to take care of, um, you know, your mental and make sure that you find the time to recharge and self-care mm-hmm. and do things for yourself um especially you know if you're having those moments where you don't feel yeah good you know have a you day don't feel yeah don't feel like guilty for maybe not getting out and doing something you should be or not doing something that is on your list of things you should be doing. Like I need to take a page out of that book. Cause right now I'm going through some things and I keep in the back of my mind thinking I need to do my braille work. Yep. And, but right now I need to take care of me. Right. And so it's, it's, I'm going through that and it's okay to say, you know, I'm going to focus on me right now. I matter. I'm not being selfish. And, um, you know, just don't let it bring you down, like, constantly. Yeah. yeah. My my mom has this saying where it's like life, um, especially for those of us with disability and chronic illness, it's like a road trip. There are stops along the way, but those stops, like let's put it in perspective of depression, those stops, if we stop and we stay there for too long, that's not a good thing because we're never getting back on the road and moving forward and making improvements and getting somewhere that's better than those 
just you know dirty you know stops you know the the bad toilets <laughs> um you know we want to get away that and get to the to the nice resort that we we want to go to and have fun and be happy so it's like there are always going to be those stops though we're going to have to eventually stop at those dirty hotels and gas stations but it's important that we find some way to get away and get back on the road yeah. right i like that i agree <laughs> so you were talking about gaming and stuff tell us about your trip to london yeah so that was that was that was so cool um i'm a big believer in that everything happens for a reason and even when you think okay so so basically it's like i'll do something and be like okay that's all i'm going to get out of this but then something else comes out of it i'm like oh crap i actually that that was surprising and that's just how like that's how life is for me right now. It's just like so many opportunities come and I'm so thankful. And I, I absolutely have to acknowledge my privilege that I, that I experience, um, you know, not just as, you know, a cisgender white male, um, but just the support system that I have as a disabled person. You know, right. I know that uh, a lot of people don't have that. Um, and I do, and I just never want to take that for um, granted. So right. I have to acknowledge that privilege because, you know, it's responsible of me to do so. Um, but anyways, I just get a lot of opportunities. And I'm the, in the belief is all you can do is ask. And the worst thing they can say is no. Yep. So, yes, that is uh, so <laughs> I, Yes. yes that, that's what I tell so many people. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I interviewed a gentleman named Simon O'Gorman, uh, who is the owner of Adapt IT um, in Glossinger, London. And I originally just asked him to be on my podcast. You know, no, nothing fancy. Just come on, talk about your company, and let's do an episode together. Um, he was a little hesitant in the beginning, so we did a preliminary talk. And during that talk, we mentioned how we were both into gaming. And we literally ended up just talking about gaming, nothing about really about the company. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, we just really kind of clicked. It's like we were old friends meeting up for the first time in years. And so we eventually do the podcast episode. And he mentions just off off the top of his head, it's like, oh, we're going to be at the Disability Expo. It's the first annual Disability Expo. going to be in the XL Hall at London. You know, it'd be awesome. If you want to do something, just let us know. And again, that's where I was like, you know, off, you know, we get off the episode, off the record. I'm like, hey, can I actually come to London and be with you at the Disability Expo, record something there live? And again, oh my god, you just you, you ask. Sometimes you get a yes, sometimes you get a no. That's but awesome. again, you'll never know what opportunities can come your way if you don't at least kind of put yourself out there. And I just asked the question. He said yes, and I mean, so many other opportunities and things are coming my way just from becoming friends with Simon and just asking him to let me go to the expo. The expo has really led to some amazing opportunities. So again, everything happens for a reason and just never be afraid to chase down those leads. If you find a good connection when you're networking, try and get as much out of you out of it as you can i mean don't be, be greedy but obviously 
see what you can do for each other because you might be surprised on how much you can support each other and how much collaboration can come out of just a simple, hey, want to do something? <laughs> I never realized that. And I never realized that was their first annual one. That's really cool. Yeah. 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 So what I did was I, I went there. Um, so Adapt IT, they do assistive technology. Um, so they help people with motor, cognitive, visual, hearing. Just, you know, they try to be on the spectrum as much as they can when it comes to disability. That's awesome. But in the background, they have this big passion for gaming. So they've partnered with a lot of amazing companies that have assistive hardware for gaming. And I'm not just talking about computer games. I'm talking like Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo Switch. Yes, um, I love oh. my Switch. So, yeah, so they have like adaptive controllers, adaptive mounts for people who can't really get out of bed a lot. Um, people who can only use their eyes, you know, obviously don't have any range of motion because they're paralyzed. Um, people who can only use their feet. They have so many amazing adaptive technology for gaming. And obviously, I'm a huge gamer. I I will I'll I'll keep I'll keep playing games even if I do lose all of my vision. Yeah. I I will never stop gaming. Yeah. So it was just a natural connection, and I was just very honored and privileged for him to ask me to come over and help with the gaming zone, and it was so awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Do they have anything um, uh, in regards to like blindness for the Switch at all? Yeah, because I'm thinking of getting one now that you're mentioning I, the Switch. I can't see the screen, but I have if there's one, something... and I love my Switch. It, it's just, So there's two ways to approach uh, accommodations when it comes to assistive technology. You can do it on the hardware side, which is the device itself, so like your computer or your game console. Or you can do it on the software side, so it's like, you know like the games itself, like the things you download onto it, like the apps. Mm. So for the Switch, unfortunately, hardware, it doesn't really have a lot of adaptions. And then software, okay. it doesn't have a lot of accommodations either. Okay. But it does have a zoom-in mode. You can change it to uh, white on black. I just yeah. really hope what they would do for the, the second whatever it's called, Switch 2, Switch Alpha, whatever the next one's Ooh. called. The one thing I would really ask them to, um, to add is a screen reader. They need narration. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Um, yeah. I would love PlayStation that. PlayStation and Xbox have it. Nintendo really needs to do it. Yep. Um, and then in terms of like hardware for screen, there is a company called Patriot Vision, which has a really cool device called the Patriot Viewpoint which are these AI glasses that can actually, that have HDMI, so they can connect to any gaming console that has an HDMI connection. Oh. And then you can use the glasses settings because um, it'll let you see your console screen. So like when you turn on your Xbox, if you have these glasses on, you'll see the Xbox through these AI glasses. And then you can zoom in and do all the stuff that the device lets you do. Interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, I'm a huge gamer. I'm always looking for new games. There's a website called audiogames.net where they have like tons and tons of games that you can download 
the the URLs mm-hmm. to the game pages themselves. I'm going on there constantly because. Are I, you a game of uh, puzzle games at all? Um, you know, sometimes I I find new ones. Lately, it's strategy. I like building things. Oh, okay. Or I like um. I was so addicted to the game. Now I can't think of what it's called. A Hero's Call. Okay, that's a good game. Yeah, I played that for months. I mean, months. I stayed up till midnight some nights just playing it. If I woke up in the middle of the night, I would get up and play it. I can't find a game that's similar to it, Mm -hmm. but I like strategy games. I like games. I like role-playing games. Yeah. Um, why is it that you mentioned puzzle games? Maybe I'll get into it. Um, cause I have a friend, his name is Zach Tidwell. Um, he is a retired Marine who lost his vision. Um, cause he, uh, he made an attempt on his life oh, wow. and he survived, but lost all of his vision. And he just decided one day he wanted to get into coding. So he has his own game now called Xanagrams. It's an anagram word puzzle game. It's just been released on iPhone, and it is com- it's usable with voiceover. Um, so that's why I always recommended it. Just want to shout out my friend. You know, I, I'm a big believer <laughs> right. in paying it forward, and obviously, always you know inserting your friends' names when you can because that's just just the, that's just who I am as an advocate and an ally is I just want to help other people in this community. And if that's just as simple as me saying, hey, can you try playing their game? I'll do that because that's what I want to do. Me too. Okay, I'll do that. Thanks. Yeah. Um, What was I going to say? I'm trying to think of what I was going to say, and now it is not. um, Okay. Now I think I know what I'm going to say. Um, so Molly Burke, the YouTuber, has talked about wanting to get into gaming. And I think she said she has a friend named Ross Miner who is a gamer and he's blind or something like that. Yeah. I don't know if you know who he is or if you've... I do. Oh, wow. Um, oh. I'm at... So I'm going to be interviewing him... Um... Again, you know, we're recording this on August 11th, mm. um, August 15th. So I'm going to be interviewing him on August 15th. He's going to come on the podcast, and um, we're going to talk about uh, him. As Obviously, he is a big name when it comes to consulting. Mm. Him, along with uh, Sightless Combat. Okay. Sightless Combat has worked on the newest God of War. Um, so he has his name title. Um, I credited in that. Um so, yeah, I'm going to be talking to Ross, and hopefully if nothing changes in the schedule, um, Sightless Combat as well next week. Oh, nice. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, we'll definitely have to um, get, um, do a podcast on, uh, you know, being a video game, like. Yeah, it's surprising how many of them are willing to come on just to come on you know obviously some of them do want to be compensated which i, I completely understand right. yeah I agree. Um, some of them they at their that their level of the career they have currently they're big they, wigs 
well, that and just for them, time is money. Right, absolutely. Um, like, I, so... I, get, I get Molly Burke and why she, mm-hmm. you know, for her, I remember her saying, mm-hmm. like, that she... She has to, you know, mm-hmm. take that in mind. Like, whether, like, you know, like, if it's... Cause... Yeah, at some point it does her, become yeah. a business. Right. You know, you, you become, you, you yourself as a person become your own business. Right. And which she right. has, so, and I mm-hmm. think now she, she does public speaking, but she does it um, for corporate now. Mm-hmm. Um, so She'll make a lot private, of money in corporate. Yeah. <laughs> they pay a lot mm-hmm. of money. I mean, we're talking like thousands of dollars yes. just to come speak, yeah. so... She'll do very well um, there. But still, it's still surprising, like, Brandon Cole, who was one of the lead consultants for The Last of Us Part Two and making the game accessible for blind gamers. He came on my podcast super early on when I was first starting out. Mm-hmm. And that was just so yep. amazing. I've had um, him, Ian Hamilton, who he's, like, one of, like, I don't want to say this because <laughs> I don't want to be like, oh, I'm calling him old, but... He's really like one of the forefathers of accessible gaming. Oh, wow. Like he's been there kind of almost since the beginning. Him and Tara Volker. Um, again, fortunate to have both of them on. Tara Volker is the lead for Xbox accessibility, oh, wow. so she is a huge. I would say she's iconic. Both her and Ian. Obviously, all of them I believe are iconic. But I guess what I'm trying to get at is. These people are willing to come on and talk. And that's something that I never thought of when I first started my podcast. It's like, there's no way I'm going to get these big wigs at Xbox or who've worked for Sony. Um, I had Caleb Hiles, who's a huge popular YouTube who does covers and his own music. And I've, I've even had Alan Belcher, a retired UFC fighter who's a current world champion in bare knuckle boxing it's so amazing to just be like there's no way these people are ever going to say yes to me but they do and then they do it for free which just like boggles my i'm like yeah are you sure you sure i can't pay you yeah i was surprised (laughs) when i had when i contacted sam cv and i was like hey yeah um i see you a lot on tiktok i think we're friends on tiktok um can you jump on an episode with me like I really um, like what you put out, and yeah, he did it. He was just yes. like, okay, yeah, sure. I was like, wow. Sam's amazing. I know he's 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 a he, great he, guy. If if you guys aren't following the blind life again, this is just me selfishly plugging him because yes. I love what he does. Yes. He in he in my mind, if you want to know about the leading assistive technology. You need to go yes, to the blind Sam life because he's probably guy. testing like, it. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love Sam. Yeah. He's so amazing. And he's another person that I credit to kind of wanting me to become an advocate because his OrCam video he did mm-hmm. was one of the first things I saw when I was still working as a janitor, really just wanting to figure out where my next stage in life was going to be. And I just looked at him doing all this stuff with assistive technology. I'm like, man, look at this guy. This is the life. Getting to test this technology, just talk about assistive tech. That's the life. If I can just get a smidgen of that, I would be happy. Yeah, and um, he's and he's got and like have... CSUN too, and 
yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and then you know to him say yes to come on my podcast and it's just amazing because again like him and and Paulina like those two really were kind of like my inspirations. They they really talked to me a lot because I actually you know talked to Sam a lot off the record through email Aww. about hey how can I get started what would you advise? And he was always super nice to give me advice and help me along the way. Oh, yeah, so I, I got to give him. Yeah, definitely. So Sam, if you listen, Hey, Sam. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, so you, you've had a lot of episodes and a lot of guests. I listened to probably half the amount. Like I have a podcast list of, you know, uh, now I'm going to listen to this episode and that episode, and I'm kind of behind on yours, and I'm sorry. Um, I promise there's going to be a hiatus, Sue, because because <laughs> of personal okay, stuff, so. So, so you'll be able to catch up soon, baby. <laughs> but I do follow you, and I did listen to the one with the um, the uh, Last of Us Part 2, and I really like that, being a gamer and stuff like that. I'm glad that you have, along with us, Lots of different content and categories and genres that you touch on. And um, it's not just one one size fits all. It's a whole bunch of different people that are interviewed and stuff. Yeah, when I started the podcast, it obviously, you know, originally was hindsight is 20 over 200. And I was going to just make it all about visual impairment you know just the, you know rp lca macular degeneration All just retinal just have it yeah absolutely because you know that's my lived experience i'll talk about what i know but then really early on and i will always call it twitter it is not x screw you x your twitter yep. <laughs> um <laughs> I, I still love twitter it's still where i get a lot of honestly most of my engagement and where i found most of my best friends in this community like um seesaw podcast that's how i found t and cleaves at seesaw yep. i found they them found through twitter me. I, like well us <laughs> yeah i was just like wow um i was so <laughs> yeah um surprised i'm like on my list too <laughs> yeah find us like because they they hit me up on twitter um yeah i know yeah i mean they're 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 I only miss getting those bigger. Guys. I mean, they 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 blown up, and rightfully so. They they deserve it. I know they're, they're, I I I still nag them every now and again because I know they're busy. They're great guys. They always get back to me. But I didn't want my podcast to eventually just be about visual impairment because I found so many other communities and disabled siblings that I wanted to talk to. Like, you know, I've talked mm-hmm. to people with spina bifida people with cerebral palsy um i've talked to um i just recently talked to a anxiety a uh, a, a therapist that specializes in anxiety disorders oh um, yeah you know i've talked to vtubers i've talked to voice actors i've talked about video games um i've talked about music i've talked about ufc fighting i've had my mom on the <laughs> podcast it's just it's just again it all in some way ties back to, you know, this community in, in some way, whether it's direct or indirect, 
I always try and make it, well, if it doesn't directly impact my disability, it at least had something that made a difference in my life in a positive way. So I always try to make sure, like if I invite a guest on, for instance, that maybe isn't the best fit for a disability podcast, I at least try and frame it in the mind like, hey, so when I was growing up, here's why Alan Belcher, a UFC fighter, I, I, you know, I was into this and why it had such a, like, you know, I still watch it to this day. So it's like, it's a part of my life. So I want to talk about stuff that I'm interested in and hopefully my audience will be receptive of it. If not, then cool. But I want to do things even if they're not going to be successful and get the sort of interaction or engagement that I would expect from other episodes. So I'll never be afraid to do something that I think is going to fail. We should do some episodes that aren't completely blind related, but you know what I mean? Just to kind of branch it out a little bit. But again, there's a lot of things that can relate back to blindness. Like, so I, um. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just remembered. The yep. reason that I did Alan Belcher is because when he was still fighting, he actually oh, wow. lost his vision in his left eye due to a detached retina. <gasps> really? And he was told that he should quit fighting because he was going to be permanently blind, but he was able to rehab and get his, you know, through surgery, regain his vision and keep fighting. And he's still fighting to this day. So I used that as kind of like, here's the reason it's on my podcast. Cause he at least for a time had, no vision in one of his eyes and you know as a fighter you know how yeah. did you deal with that knowing that maybe your career is over because now you're blind right. and you paid the ultimate price due to your profession and that mm-hmm. is as a fighter yeah you're now blind no 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 because no, no, of no, 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 no 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 you're fine no sorry i just remember that's no, like you're obviously you're that's fine. like the big um, tie-in that's the yeah, reason why i wanted him on well, <laughs> you know let's do an episode that's not related to blindness like i said and then but then again, there's always a lot that you can talk about when it comes to blindness. Because there's so many topics. You can talk about, like, rideshare and, like, service dog denials, which um, we haven't touched on yet. But, I mean, we should, especially since I'm a guide dog handler. Um, and just so many things. Didn't they just have the? Yep, I was I was I there. I yeah, for... been having like a an open hall, uh, Uber because because of it, it, it was exactly talking about the fact that their company has people denying rides to guide dog handlers. So it's yeah, like just you sick. know it's a problem when they have a specific like designated open mm-hmm. hall that's like all right today we're going to be talking about denying guide dog handlers like yeah, yeah that's, i was there that's like, and hey, i was there at one of the town hall yeah that's definitely uh you know we're gonna talk about this a tiny bit not get too too much into it but um with a bunch of like other people who've had service dog denials and we were like we're trying to do what um the best we can like we appreciate you guys being here like Blah, 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 blah. And it was just people just sharing their stories and how Uber is trying to fix it, you know? Uh, because. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but the problem with that is it's up right, to them to actually the do something. I think, to be web service. and I'm pretty sure yeah. that they're doing it now where, like, if a driver denies a service dog team... They're not gonna. They're not gonna end up having a job the next day. You know what I mean? Like it's. Um, I think when you're gonna drive for a rideshare service, I think it's expected of you to take a service it's dog. It's expected. If you have a dog allergy, then you need a. Then you need a. I'm sorry. You need to pick mm. a different job, because, uh, you know, service dogs are or service animals are not pets. Service dogs are not pets. You can't well, just be like, I'm not taking you because yeah. I don't want a dog in my car. It's just like, no, this is what you signed it's up not for. A... It's a corporate policy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, you get to be your own boss, but just because you get to be your own boss, yeah, it doesn't mean that you are going to deny a service dog team. So. Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even think... Go no, on. it's not. I don't it's even not. think an allergy is actually no, a valid not. excuse. Concerning under, Uber, it's not. But I mean, if it was yeah. like, I'm in yeah. the same room with somebody with a dog allergy, well, yeah. the ADA says, like, you have to accommodate both, yeah, both both parties. Like, <laughs> Take you know, some as long as you have get to work. or whatever you carry on, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, we can focus <laughs> on... This no, further. I'm not. No, I'm like, let's, let's, I'm let's just, move away. We don't need to open I'm this camera. No, I'm just saying. No. I'm just saying. I'm just joking. I'm joking. There's a lot of topics, <laughs> and that was just an example that I was giving. There's a lot of topics in releasing the blindness that we can never, like, not know what to talk about because right. there's so no. much um, yeah. in relation yeah. to blindness. But once in a while, I try to. Yeah deviate a little bit and just be like, well... You know what's... I'm sorry to cut you off. Mm -hmm. You know what I've found to be a really engaging topic? Um, it doesn't really have to do with blindness, but it's just, it's about disability in general. Yeah. Um, it's sex. I, I, know, I know that makes some people uncomfortable, um, but... I've found a lot of engagement and uh, I did a recent episode where I had these this wonderful couple named Wallace and Melanie uh, out of Canada come on and we talked a little bit about their journey with abuse um, but then they talked about mm -hmm. then themselves as a couple and sexual expression and exploration oh, wow. because Wallace is he suffers from a spinal cord injury and Melanie is um, able-bodied so they were talking about how right, they, right, and them being an know, interact couple, and, I'm sure people you know, sexually interact probably and, find that like um, yeah. interesting. Yeah, you'd be you should be surprised what you can make and you, you you can cross into the disability realm with yeah. You know, there is uh, you can an do it. <laughs> couple on YouTube. I can't remember what their handle is. But I watch them sometimes, and, um, you know, they talk about, like, their relationship and, like, his condition. Uh, I think he has muscular dystif- uh, di mm -hmm. Yeah, I cannot pronounce that. Um, I, I think, I think that's what he has, I'm not mm -hmm. sure. 
Um, exactly, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, um, And those episodes are refreshing, though. It's because, like, like, right, you're yeah, still and it's a way to educate pushing, too, like diversity and I, inclusion. Yeah, it I, may I mean, not I like be about blindness, though. Mm-hmm. They yeah, and um, you know, like you can still, you know, no matter what disability mm-hmm. you have, you still live life. You're still enjoying things. You know, you're not just like in a, you know, having a pity party mm-hmm. saying "woe is me." Mm-hmm. Doing nothing. Yeah. And you can, like, join clubs and organizations and branch out. Like, for me, I love to sing. And I always wanted to continue doing that. And I wound up joining my community choir. I haven't done it since COVID, but for a couple years, I was in it. I was in the front row. I found a friend, a mutual mutual friends um introduced me and now i have a couple friends from that choir and i sat in the front row and i had my braille display on my lap and i didn't even need to pay for the music that they got because i couldn't see it my friend had the sheet music the first the first um practice and she wound up sending me the lyrics and I have the, have the lyrics up on my Braille display, and I listen. I'm, I'm, I've always been a, like, learned from listening um, with singing more than reading music. And so I listen to people around me. I have the lyrics up. And by the time we have a concert, we have at least a dozen songs i memorize all the songs and i am singing in the concert without my braille display and um i'm doing it even though i'm blind so to the point i'm making is that even like to go off what you're saying you can still do things even though you're disabled and do things that you're passionate about and i would have if like say for instance like hey I want to do an episode about a blind singer who's doing choir and chorus. I'd be like, hell, oh, oh, Kimberly Kaiser. Let's, <laughs> Let's see if she, yeah. Cause like that, that's a cool episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> My guy Doug agrees apparently. Tell our <laughs> list how you spell the name of your podcast so they can find it. Absolutely. So um, it is the, like T-H-E, unsighted. So I got I got unique with my unsighted. It's U-N-S-Y as in Yankee, T-E-D, radio. The unsighted radio. Um, I have my own small business called Unsighted LLC. Um, so I just kind of wanted to have like a brand of my All own. All right, so, guys, unsighted. you know where to follow him. Go follow Army. him. Go show him some love. Awesome. Subscribe to his podcast. Listen. Anything else that we need to add? Because yeah. I know as much as we want to talk more, mm-hmm. we only have enough time. <laughs> right. 
right? Um, so it is available pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. Apple, Google, Amazon, Audible, Spotify, basically anywhere you get it. Again, the Unsighted Radio, U-N-S-Y-T-E-D. Um, and then if you want to follow me on social media, I'm on Twitter. Yeah, Twitter is Twitter. At Unsighted Radio. Again, it's at Unsighted Radio, all one word. And I'm also on Facebook, The Unsighted Radio. We have our own Facebook page. I don't, I'm not as active on there as I'd like to be, but uh, I'm trying to be more active. All right, there. well, there you so, have it. Yeah, folks. those are the two Chat places about. that I am the most. From Unsighted Radio. And you guys know where to find us. We are on Facebook and Twitter. So Facebook, this is what Blind Looks Like podcast. And Twitter, at Blind Looks Like. And you know that you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also email us at this is... Yep, email us. What let us Blind know Looks Like pod at gmail.com here for future episodes if you have any questions we'll definitely answer and join us for the next episode that is all for now bye bye bye